Fellow Zeros, thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that said how hard could it be. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along two various medications with me to talk to you about the movie Thor The Dark World. No, the. It's actually, it actually <laughs> it is, is a the. the. Yeah. No, there is a the. Yeah. There is a the? Yeah. yeah. I, I hmm. debated this with myself for like a while. Well, when we talk about Super, we you said there wasn't a the, and I believed you. I mean, that's fair. I, just, I thought there was no the. There's a the. The internet. I looked it up. Showed me, yeah. It also says it in the movie when you watch it, when the title screen pops up. It's oh, yeah. the Dark World. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is my face going to be red. Well, I went to look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, and there was no results, because I just wrote Dark World. And I was like, oh, it's the Dark World. Sneaky bastard. <laughs> Funny how that happens sometimes. Anyway, I'm your host, Joe. I think I already said that, and the medications that I have for you. Take one, Frank. The podcast that really doesn't know what all the fuss is about. And call Corey in the morning. The podcast that just decapitated his grandfather. That's morbid. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was like the funniest line in the whole fucking movie. The honorable mention is the podcast that does not belong in Asgard any more than a goat belongs at a banquet table. And the funniest line is, I should get my pants. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Should use that one. <laughs> Rewind the tape. We're starting over. <laughs> I'd love for you to just overdub that in. <laughs> ah, that sounds like work. So before we talk to you about The Dark World, or Thor The Dark World, we've been watching other stuff. Let's see what those things are. Hey, Corey, what did you watch? I have been very, very busy. I watched Three Billboards Outside of Evan, Missouri. That movie is fucking spectacular. So good. Oh, my God. I don't know that it gave me... All the feels is the way that it gave you all the feels. Oh, I got all the feels. You got like all of the feels, and I I only got a few of them. I felt bad for the wrong people at the wrong time, though. That I will say, like com- like completely. There were moments where I was just like, I shouldn't feel bad for this person. Like they're not that major of a character, but God, that sucks. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. The last time he's on screen is honestly one of the most heart wrenching moments of the entire the entire movie for me. That's when he leaves the restaurant, right? Yeah. Okay. Where his la- his last line in the entire film is, I didn't have to hold the ladder. Like, he can't come up with, like, the right words to say, and that's all he can come... Like, it was rough. But the movie is so, so good. Um, I watched Darkest Hour. Another um, good one. That was a very good one. That one gave me a bunch of the feels. We talked about this, actually, via Twitter that night. Um, there's a scene where he's in the underground, and he's, like, talking to regular, good old-fashioned people from London, and, like, it, like, reaffirms his his belief in what he's doing. It was really good. That scene is beautiful. Yeah. I was iffy on the movie until that point. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. New movie? Was that? New? Yeah, that's the movie about Winston Churchill. Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill. Gary Oldman won the Oscar for Best Actor because of it. Really, really good. It's 100% a movie that's gonna go into my things I use while teaching collection. Mm. Like, you could... Outside of maybe two or three scenes, every piece of that movie you could show in a classroom and be like, this is important because... And I'm still waiting on the four-hour fan flick that smashes Darkest Hour and Dunkirk together so that they're happening at the same time because they are. Is that in the talks? 
What's that? Is, is someone talking about doing something like that? I don't know, but if nobody is, <laughs> then somebody... I might have to. <laughs> it would be a really small part of that movie, because it would be like a bunch of Darkest Hour, you put the entire movie of Dunkirk in there, and then finish Darkest Hour. <laughs> but you can you can jump you can jump back and forth into the, like, the war cabinet rooms a couple times. I guess. You could, you could break it up that way. Um, but yes, for the most part, it would be a bunch of The Darkest Hour... A huge majority of Dunkirk, and then the tail end of Darkest Hour, but they are they do run concurrently, like they are happening at the same time, which is interesting. And I watched Arrival for the first time. Uh, how'd you feel about it? I liked it, and I understand why you didn't like it. But I'm all about wibbly wobbly and timey wimey stuff. So when the twist hit, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my favorite. I don't think the movie as a whole is very compelling either. I'm like, this, this is fine. Like, I didn't dislike it, but I that's not the style I like. That's fair. I enjoyed some of the tricks that they pulled with the spaceship itself. Like, they're stand, like the first time they, they enter the spaceship, right? Where it's just like a, a sheer face up. But then when they jump, it like just reorientates them and they can walk like it's... yeah. Flat, like I thought that was a cool little trick. It's like that Batman in the sixties, kind of, yeah. And I like the whatever, whatever pods, whatever they call those things. Cephalopod? I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, cephalopod is a real thing. Is, a, is an octopus, right? Or yeah, a squid or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't remember the actual term. Yeah, that I they forget use, what they're called. But the <laughs> entire time I watched this movie, all every time they came on the screen, all I could think about were the uh, the hand thing from oh, the floor master. Yeah, from uh, Ocarina of Time. That's exactly what it looks like. I watched probably about ten minutes of that. Arrival? Yeah. You turned it off? turned it off. It's like, I'm not interested in this. Click. Overall, I thought it was... I thought it was interesting still. It does seem like exactly the way that society as a whole would handle something like that happening, though. I'll ask you a question later. Okay. (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah, I did. I did it the, the best I could by keeping all of my what yeah, no, I'm watching spoiler I mean, free. Fucking Arrival's been out for how many months now? It's probably a year now. I got nominated for Best Picture last year, so it's been out for like. Yeah, I thought I got it. I thought I got it for this year. No, I did not. I got mm-hmm. it for last year. Yeah, yeah, so it's been over a year. So, I mean, at this point, it's on them for having not seen it, especially because it's quote unquote free on Amazon Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime account, sequel's dying right now. Sequel's not here to glare at you. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have said that without the quote-unquote. It's free on Netflix. Netflix. Judged. It's free on Netflix. <laughs> you know what isn't free on Netflix? Thor The Dark World. Yeah, no, what the fuck? Motherfucker. I'm pretty sure it was on there before. It, was it? Yeah, yeah. it was. They definitely took that shit off. Very recently. <laughs> hey, Frank, what did you watch? I've been watching computer videos, because I'm building a computer. Like tutorial videos? Yeah, and like reviews and like stuff. Everybody's got opinions, which I'm fine with. And they're all different, which is confusing and hard. It makes this shit yeah. so difficult. <laughs> but um, you just gotta look at the specs to see what they, uh, what everything does, and then you pick it from there, which is what I'm doing. For me, a- anything with computers has always just been find so- like find one person I know who does know about computers and trust the word implicitly. Mm. I'm not trying to get a million different opinions. I don't have that kind of time, energy, and computers are just so buried about that type of shit and everybody who knows stuff about computers has a different opinion on it I no and they change so frequently just figure out what you want to do tell a person who knows computers and they'll tell you which is basically what what you need yeah it's the way to go does it that's it 
And I, this was more impressive, like, two weeks ago when this was supposed to happen, but I watched the remaining five Oscar movies nominated for Best Picture. Nice. Rather than talk about them in detail, because there's five of them, I'm just going to rank them from best to worst in the order I watched them. Not the order I watched them, but the order I liked them. So, Darkest Hour, The Post, Dunkirk, Call Me By Your Name, and Phantom Thread. I liked all of them except Phantom Thread. So, was that one to five? For those five, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what you said, right? You, you Yeah, yeah, right, from best to worst. Them. Okay, yeah. from best to worst. Okay, good. So, it was Darkest... Do it one more time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Darkest Hour, yes. The Post, okay. Dunkirk, Call Me By Your Name, and Phantom Thread. Okay. The four... That were left out. Get out. Three billboards. Shave of Water and Shave of water. Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Okay. And ironically, those were the best four. I already saw, I saw the best four first unknowingly. Hmm. Good for me. What one best picture? Shape of Water. Shape of Water did. That's right. Very good movie. Second best. That Would you watch it again? Yeah, I definitely watch it again. I almost I almost watched Shape of Water that night because I did Three Billboards and Darkest Hour. No, those were two nights. I did Darkest Hour and Arrival on the same night. And I almost watched Shape of Water, but that didn't have a rent option. It only had the buy option uh, on Amazon. It probably has a rent option now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend watching that one. That one's good. A deaf woman carries... I mean, a mute woman carries the movie, which is incredible. That is Because she doesn't say a thing, and she still commands all your attention. It's very good. Plus, it's got Abe Sapien in it. It doesn't have Abe Sapien it in it. It has Abe Sapien in it. <laughs> That thing looks like Abe Sapien. It does. It does. So I, I, I don't care if it's not Abe Sapien. It's Abe Sapien. It looks like Abe Sapien, kind of. It eats eggs. To me, it's, it's Abe Sapien. <laughs> In your I and Matt's think, hearts. I think the movie's going to be better while I watch it if I think that this is Abe Sapien's I like past. It. I'm sure it'll work either way, but you, you do you. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what we've been watching. Let's do our movie facts for Thor The Dark World. That's the title. Dispute over. It was made in 2013... PG-13, it's one hour and 52 minutes long. Its director's name is Alan Taylor, who directs a lot of episodes of TV shows. The only other feature film he has that people would know is Terminator Genesis. Ew. <laughs> which actually came out after this movie. Maybe the same year. Genesis, is that the one with Christian Bale? No, that's uh, the one before it. I forget the name. Salvation? Of it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Genesis is the one where they send Arnold back and they like reboot the entire series? I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I can't tell if you. It's, if it's that one, that one's... The Christian Bale one wild. is a little bit... Doesn't Arnold stop being them in 3? Isn't 3 the, the last one? Three, With Arnold? No, the, the most recent one is mostly Arnold. Huh. Genesis. It's spelled fucking dumb. Yeah, it's G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. Yeah, Genesis Systems. Yeah, this is... Okay, so this is the, the most recent one, and in this one, they send... <laughs> By the time Kyle, right, is that the guy's name? Yes. Kyle's the friend of John Connor. Yeah, yeah, the one that goes back in the original movie. Yeah. By the time he gets sent back, they had already sent a good Arnold Terminator back in front of him. Huh. They, and they redo the entire, like, they uh, re- so they fucking That's weird. change the whole... Yeah, they change the entire they timeline. They made it into a That's rival. stupid, I hate that. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Huh. So, like, the movie starts with the bad Terminator, like, the bad Arnold Terminator from Terminator 1, dead on the ground. Like, already taken out. I hate that. Before the fucking movie starts. The bad Arnold gets killed by the good Arnold, and the movie starts. Uh, yep, and then the movie starts. It's So that's Terminator Genesis, if you were interested, everyone. <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. No, no, you don't want that movie spoiled for you. <laughs> this you don't want to watch it, so it doesn't matter. This movie, however, getting back to it, stars... <laughs> 
Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, Stellan Skarsgård, Idris Elba, Christopher Eccleston, Adewale Akinawe, Agbaje, Kat Dennings, and Rene Russo. He was in something. Who? The guy with the weird name. Suicide Squad. There I think he's Killer Croc. Uh, budget, I remember reading his name. Budget for the movie was $170 million and ended up grossing $644 million. $206 million of that was domestic. Nothing to shake a stick at, really. No. No, it did pretty good for itself. Pretty well. Bad grammar. It's okay. Scores for the movie Rotten Tomatoes coming at 66%. That's actually that weird, not certified fresh range. Certified sequel scape. That's just fresh. IMDb, oh, sorry, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is a 77%. IMDb has it at 7.0 out of 10, and Metacritic coming in at 54, with a user score of 7.3. wonder why that score is so low. It's an average. Anyway, that's all I have for the movie facts, so let's do our general spoiler-free thoughts of Thor The Dark World. And I will say, Frank, go ahead. I feel like this movie doesn't have too much to it. It's a little boring in some parts, but, like, they didn't really build up on anything that's interesting. So I'm going to leave it there. Corey! My biggest issue with this movie is that it can't decide whether or not it wants to take place primarily in Asgard, primarily on the Dark World, or primarily on Earth. Like, it can't decide, and because of it being a convoluted mess, things happen at the end of the movie on Earth that you're like, this shouldn't be happening here because there was no setup to suggest that it was going to. Beyond that, I mean, performances are fine plot is kind of stupid and and I just for for an introduction to an infinity stone you, you kind of want a little more out of it was this the first infinity stone? no no that's right for the first one yeah. yeah which is basically this movie yeah um I don't think this movie is that great it's the first half of this movie is boring and like I didn't even really want to watch it thank god it got better in the second half I got more invested in it once Selvig comes back into the one he enters into the movie. It's the movie gets better from there, but it's just like I don't get why this movie's completely forgettable. Like I've never seen it before. This is the first time watching it. Is it really? Yeah, I just never bothered with it, and I see now why. You didn't miss much. My subconscious mind knew something. I didn't even miss any important story things really by not seeing this movie. But anyway, yeah. So those are our. General thoughts about the movie. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling it, and we're going to be talking about everything that happens in it in detail. So, if you haven't seen it yet and you want to go in spoiler-free, now's your chance to do that. All right, let's do it. This movie starts off with a bunch of disconjointed action sequences that are just meant to be like, Hey, it's an action movie! Look at all these action sequences we do! Look, I get the first one. The first one has no real service to the plot, but, you know, there's a battle scene happening, the Warriors 3, what is it, S- Sif. 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 Sif and the Warriors 3 are trying to deal with something on some planet, and then Thor shows up, saves the day, and I'm like, okay, perfectly fine. But the next, like, three action sequences we get, like, fight scenes, is they don't feel like they have any real stakes to me. I mean, they killed oh, Thor's mom. That was a stake. That was a stake, but that's... Is that when an action sequence? No. Well, I guess that's the end of one. Kinda. Yeah. But is that the next one? I feel like there was a, a couple in between. No, they had the, like, the aerial battle where Idris Elbow's character... Which yeah. Heimdall. 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 Stabs the ship. Okay. That was my favorite scene in the movie. He's such a badass. When I he's love, just I like... When he's just standing there and he's like, 
Wait a minute. He turns around and bolts. <laughs> he starts running and jumps and stabs the ship. I was like, this is amazing. This is during the boring part of the movie. Yes. It's the only part that makes this half watchable. Yeah. I'd love to see his movie. Heimdall's movie? Yeah. I would be fine if Heimdall's movie was 45 minutes of him standing, standing at the buy for us. Looking at everything. With 30 minutes of him going off and doing something and then going back for another 15 just staring out at the buy for us. That would be a great movie. I just want to see a series of flashbacks. Of, like, times that he's done that. <laughs> That's how he occupies his days. He just remembers the times he had to leave the Bifrost. Compilation yeah. movie with him just, like, standing there. Make that YouTube video, people. You're going to have to create a lot of the scenes yourself, because he's only done it, like, twice. Correct. So, yeah, I just don't, you know, it just doesn't do anything for me. And it's the same tired story in a lot of ways of what we've already gotten out of Thor. It felt like the first movie just, just, like, yeah. continued a little bit. He's... Not ready to be the king because he keeps doing things that are rambunctious and haphazard. And Odin is like, "You're not ready for this yet." And then Odin says, "You can't." Is ready. Yeah. And you can't. Doesn't want it. Yeah. And then I think exactly. Yeah, but that was Loki at the end. Yeah, but Thor still doesn't want it. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. How does Loki know that though? Like, what is what? What if Loki? What They're if brothers, man? Kind of. Yeah, but like. Loki puts a lot of faith in being like Thor's gonna gonna be a grown up and be like I'm not ready to be king yet because what if what if Thor had been like okay yeah, I'm gonna do it okay Dad thank you step down now have a, have a good have a good retirement what you have you learned nothing it's an MCU villain trade they make wild assumptions and hope everything goes according to plan yeah I don't know if that's just MCU but and it happens is, in the MCU movies this is the first time that we have Loki not specifically a bad guy. He is, but he's not... Down the hall, too. Well, I mean, in the first Thor movie, he's not always a bad guy. But in the first Thor movie... Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the first Thor movie, when it's revealed that he's the bad guy, he's the bad guy. In Avengers, he's the bad guy. In this... He's paying for his crimes, basically. Yeah. But his motives are not pure, because he ends up assuming Odin... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. ...rolls through at the end. But between when... Mom dies, and him taking over for taking over as Odin. He's pretty much a good guy for a big chunk of this movie. He had this whole plan hatched. I feel like he does probably every movie he's in. He has his moves planned like ten steps ahead. Now that's a heist movie I'd watch. Loki, what Loki's doing? You did. He stole the throne. Yeah, but I want to know. I want to (laughs) know how he got off of the Dark World. Where is? How did he get Odin off world? Well, they yeah, took his body. Didn't they take his body, his corpse back to like bury it or something? Did they? I thought he left him there. I thought he gets pulled out before he something. But I don't know. I thought they retrieved his body. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, they they do say something about going to the dark world, and they couldn't find Thor, and all they found was it. Yeah, 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 oh, right, 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 yeah. That's that. right. That's right. Because that's when Thor and Jane Foster go back to Earth. Or for the the weird physics tunnel. Which is fine. I'm I'm cool with the weird physics tunnel until the end. Portal, the game. Yeah, Portal, yeah. It's literally like Portal, the game. The weird physics tunnels that they have going up and, like, the nine worlds converging on each other, I'm fine. Until you have to ask the question, how the fuck did his ship get to Greenwich? Anybody? Anybody have an idea on that one? No. GPS? Because... (laughs) His ship is just, like, floating in space above the Dark World, and the next thing you know, it's, like, crashing into fucking Greenwich Village. Like, 
what? That was by far my biggest problem with this movie. I mean, I don't understand any of the science or really plot in this movie. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Hard to follow. What the whole point of this movie being told is? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, the next, the next question again, having to deal with his plan. So he shows up on Greenwich to release the ether during the moment of convergence and like destroying all nine realms. Mm-hmm. Right. That's essentially what the plan is. Right. Sure. They're all, and, and we're we're in agreement that at the convergence they're all lined up perfectly. Yes. Then what the fuck does he need to be on Earth for? He can be on any one of the nine planets. Because that's the center most. I don't. I don't know. They. I think they tried to explain it at some point. Yeah, they did a bad job at it. So the audience can relate to something. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. the only reason. Because they can't. They don't want it. At this point, all we've ever seen is are stakes that happen where we know that places are. Right. <laughs> they want to wreck another city on Earth. Pretty much. The portal thing's kind of dumb. They kind of don't explain it at all. They're just like, oh, these are the readings on the computer, and sometimes the can comes back and it doesn't. And then the kids are like, she runs through the portal, and none of the kids, like, ever ran down the hallway to go into the portal. Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, she was off on her own there when she when she touched the ether for the you know, first but had they not known, they knew about the portal there. Well, they didn't know where the portal went. Like, they didn't know about it yet, and they knew that sometimes stuff didn't come back, and they're like, I don't want to be the one who doesn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. My parents Joe. will miss me. Joe. I probably have parents. Give me your shoe. Give me your shoe. Give me your shoe. Me your shoe. Were, those the, were those the car keys? <laughs> intern whose name I don't remember? Ian. Ian. Yeah, was Ian. Ian the intern. Her date was very forgiving. That guy. Super understanding. That's the date you want to go on. Yeah, he took things surprisingly well and still called and thought things were going well. I guess that's surprising to me. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's the, the cop from Bridesmaids. Yes! That guy's career Bridesmaids. took off after doing Bridesmaids, I think. Because he's in a lot of things. He's in uh, This Is 40, mm-hmm. he's in that. He's in this I recognize him in a bunch of things. Yeah. I think one of my bright spots in this moment, and this is a really, really sad if this is one of my bright spots, but that weird Scooby-Doo movement when they're all like run out into, like, the street, and they're like, Ian, Fleming, Jane, Mew Mew. <laughs> like, you all know her, like, Mew Mew. Mew That's like, I, I enjoyed good. that little part. She's great. She is. She's fucking... Underutilized in this movie. Yeah, definitely. It's my intern. He doesn't get paid either. How did they not... How are they not able to fix Mom? Didn't they fix Odin in, like, the first movie? Why did they try to fix Mom? Didn't Odin go into Odin's sleep? I don't think Mom has Mom's oh, sleep. Yeah. yeah. I forget her name. I, that's why I keep saying her mom is Mom. Mother. Let's find out, because I feel like it's important. I want to say it's like Marge. It's not Marge, but I want to say it's somewhere in the ballpark of I think Marge. it starts with H, but I'm like... It's Hella. Helen? No. no, Hella's the sister. Oh, that's probably where I'm getting it. <laughs> and it was the Warriors 2 this time. Not 3, because they left the other guy. The one guy's in a couple scenes. Yeah, we see him in that first fight. But yeah, they focus more on uh, like, I don't know, Fandral and other guy whose name I don't remember. Which one is Fandral? Fandral is Zach Levi, the blonde one, the okay. flashback who get wasted and in the next movie. So. Yep. Yeah. They all, all three of them do. Yeah, no one. No Sif one. doesn't die though, does she? Uh, I don't think she does. And I love how like Volstag. The other guy's Volstag. Sorry. I love how Odin like really hinted towards like. Jane is just, like, a human when Sif is, like, this badass warrior who you've been, like, working with forever. Why did you try to queen that? You know, shit where you eat. Yeah. 
was like, I'm asking the same question because Jane Foster, kind of annoying. <laughs> That's why she's not in movies. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, his mom's name is Frigga. 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 Friggin' Frigga. I was wrong. We were all wrong. I said That's H. Funny. That was way off. <laughs> F is close to H. He's only two letters away. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell why Odin is suggesting that he wifeys up with Siv. Because in that scene, she's a... She almost... She potentially could have taken out Malakath. If she hadn't waited, she, if she just did it, she's probably still would have probably died from the curse, but... Right. She could she could have She's potentially. Badass. He was badass. Malakath had no idea what was coming out what was coming at him when when that scene started. That's why she's the lead in Sif and the Warriors Three. Mm. So back in the day I used to talk to to sequel about this movie and he said that Malakith, is that his name? Yes. Is the worst villain. He is terrible. Not good. <laughs> in all of these I movies. don't know what he wants, what he's doing there. I don't know why Christopher Eccleston took this role over being, like, the doctor some more. Is that why he left being the doctor? I think this is one of the reasons why. I think. Don't quote me on this. I don't don't know where this was in Doctor Who war, but I know that he wanted to focus on other things, and I'm like, this was not a good other thing. (laughs) He should have... I loved... I actually... I mean, a lot of people don't like him as the doctor. I loved him as the doctor. I didn't love him in 28 Days Later, though. Never seen that. Yeah, never seen that. Really? I had no idea who was in it. Nice. That's a good zombie movie. Yeah, no, he's a bad villain. He's a bad like, but the the plot is messy because we don't know what they're after. We don't know what the ether is. We don't know what the ether does. It just gives him power, and he wants to destroy shit. <laughs> and he creates his henchmen by doing the prison scene from Dark Knight. Yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Pretty much. He didn't complain about stomach pain. Though. He didn't, but it's so weird. And which stone is the aether? Do we do we remember the red, the red one? one. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called the reality stone. Like 100 percent, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, 100 percent. Oh, it better be reality stone. It's definitely the reality stone. <laughs> but what is it gonna do? It altered it reality. It makes portals. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna give uh, what's his fucking name? Malekith. No, the Thanos. Thanos, there we go. The power. Brain fart. Thanos is going to have the portal power. The portal power to go get cake. Yeah, it's definitely the reality <laughs> stone. Frank was right. He just disappears in the middle of the fight, comes back with like chocolate cake. <laughs> the cake is real, I promise. Sorry, it's a it's a small Dutch bakery. I wish they put did a portal that. in there. <laughs> Malekith planned to use the Aether's reality bending abilities to cover all nine realms in darkness. That's his plan. He wants to make a dark world. Like, he he wants, wants to make to everything a like dark Mr. World. Burns. Yeah, he he wants <laughs> Mr. Burns. <laughs> Fuck! What an obscure <laughs> moment in the history of the Simpsons that you just brought up. It's the most relevant one I could think of. Oh my god, that was good. That was good. You know what I really loved about that episode is right after he blocks out the sun, he starts singing uh, Simon and Garfunkel down the street before he gets shot. <laughs> That's right, I remember that episode yeah, vividly. That's true. You get shot shortly thereafter. It's like taking candy from a baby. I didn't think about this, but I'm I'm reading the wiki on it. Uh, it acts like a symbiotic form. I was kind of, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it does kind Got of... Like a little venomy. Yeah, it does kind of have the symbiote. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, like, made Jane Foster the host. And made her, her fucking eyes weird. Yeah, it did. It has a defense mechanism when she's touched, but only aggressively and by someone she doesn't want touching her. Correct. So it, it knows, uh, knows did, that Thor is good. Thor is good touch. They did Venom better than they did in Spider-Man 3. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. With that being said, it, that being said, the, the villain in this is fucking awful. Yeah, no, he's not good. It's very forgettable. He's very weak and like he's, he doesn't have any story or. I'm more compelled. I'm more compelled by the cursed. Hmm? I'm more compelled by the cursed. So the the his friend. Yeah, the guy that he turned into the last cursed or whatever. He's more menacing, at least because Malka's not even like I don't even believe that I care that he has like stakes with him. Mm-hmm. Like he's just not. Like, yeah, he has the other, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm not scared of him. Yeah. Well, he did do a pretty good job of taking care of fucking Thor. Thor was getting the shit kicked out of him. I'll take your word for it, I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> it was the, it was the Loki's, Loki's death scene. Oh, yes. Okay. So Loki... Loki is... Feigned his death. Yeah, where, where Loki feigned his death. But, like, before that, they... Okay, so they... We're talking about the cursed. The cursed. Not, not Malekith. Oh yeah, no, I was no, talking about that, yeah, that's oh, I'm sorry, I was like, talking about the cursed. Again. No, 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 I don't remember that. Yeah, no, I remember. The, okay, I remember the curse kicking the shit out of Thor. Yeah, that was. He was like, "Tricked you, bomb." <laughs> All the way to do. Get wrecked. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> I wonder if half the reason, and this is, it's really unfortunate that you have to dig to figure this out. Like they should have really put this more out in the open, but half of Loki's like motivation to help Thor. Is because he knows that his mom's death is his fault. And they kind of bury that lead pretty hard. So the curse gets out and is about to leave. And he says, you should probably take the stairs to the left. Mm-hmm. Right? So if he hadn't said that, he might have taken the stairs to the right, which may have led to somewhere else and it wouldn't have been as effective as, of an attack. The yellow brick road. But instead, he tells him to go left and then the end game is that his mom's dead. Which I assume is why he's all pissy moany and like destroys his cell. Well, I mean, he actually loved his mom. He I did. I don't know that he cared too much for Odin. But definitely didn't. No, he definitely does love his mom, but that's what I mean, is like... He liked Frigga. Frigga, her name is Frigga. Frigga. The, the point is that the movie makes, like, sets it up so that you're supposed to realize that Loki feels like he's responsible for Frigga's death. But they don't, because it's one throwaway line that says, take the staircase to the left, 15 minutes happen, and then they never bring it back up either. Well, he's not really the type to talk about his feelings, but you know that he's feeling like you can tell from how distraught he is in his cell when he pulls down the illusion. He's like, "This is what I really am doing right now, Thor," and then Thor offers him vengeance, which he like, jumps all over. Yeah, oh, he yeah, knows that he wants to. Yes. So it, it's like a read between the lines thing. I don't hate it. Okay, fair enough. I don't like a lot of things about this movie, but like <laughs> but that one, I can't. that one's that, one's that one's fine too because I understand. I guess I also just, like, I read it, like, I saw it happen, and I just wanted more. I wanted that breakdown, like, that breakdown moment where he's like, I did it because I killed my... Like, I don't so know. So you wanted the exposition? I wanted a little exposition. Yeah. For a movie that desperately needs a little extra exposition to tell us what the fuck is going on, that that would have been okay. <laughs> Got fucking nothing. Yeah, it's hard to... This was a short movie, too, it felt like. It was less than two hours. It felt long... <laughs> Especially that first half. Okay, so it's short comparative to other MCU films. It feels long because nothing is fucking happening. Right. Yeah, they not, don't build on it. It doesn't, like, gel and click properly, so, right. like, the movie flows right. Yeah, it just, it's weird. But at least they turned it around with Ragnarok, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They because changed this was the formula to, like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's yeah. just make Thor 
you know, he's in space. He's, he's in space. Space <laughs> is fun. Let's make let's make Thor more I fun. Mean, yeah. Again, like I, they they didn't know that the space thing was going to work. So, poof, they have him show up and do the final battle in England for some <sighs> drop yeah. unfucking known reason. I like that they dropped the ship on Malekith at the end. That was nice. Yeah, that was a nice little touch. I was like, this is kind of fun. It's a fun obituary. Yeah, I mean, considering Crushed my ship. Well, considering that's what he did to all of his own people at yeah. the start, he brought all of all of their ships down. It's full circle. Yeah, it's full circle. This is what you get. It's a metaphor. Do we find out what happens to the to the stone? No. Asgard. Or maybe we do, and I forgot. Hmm. I don't think we do. Was there an end credit scene? No, they had, yeah. Uh, the Collector had it, right? Volstaff and Sif. Uh, I think I said his name wrong. They bring it to the Collector. Oh, my God, and that's the scene where he's like, one down, I didn't watch it five this to time. go. Yeah, I didn't watch it that's this time. That's right. I didn't I watch it this time either, but that's right. That's uh, the first, this is the first time we've seen it. This is the collector. first time I ever saw it, so, yeah. Yeah, Volstagg and Sif bring it to the Collector. Benicio del Toro. Least favorite... Should we do that? Yeah, we can do... Did you guys do favorite? We're talking about Snatch now. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. We can definitely do favorite, least favorite. I'm ready. My favorite is Heimdall running and stepping the ship, 100%. I already touched on that. I'm with you. What do you guys got? Oh, that's yours? That's gotta be mine. That's a great scene, but I'm gonna go with crushing Malekith with the ship. (laughs) The very end. Because fuck that guy. If I decide to do something that's not Heimdall running and stabbing the ship, (laughs) the actual Viking funeral scene... That we get. Oh, that one guy's really sick arrow shot. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of them come in, like, they, they yeah. do everybody's fucking funeral all at the same time. We see the Stardust that we end up seeing again during Guardians Volume 2. Very similar. How, like... And Ragnarok. And Ragnarok? Odin? Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so that was something that worked. It was moving. It was powerful. It was the first... It was one of the few moments in this movie where I, I felt like... There was emotion tied to it, which is something that really drives the MCU in a lot of ways. You know, all of Captain America, all of the Captain America movies, it's like a ton of emotion behind Cap. They're like well done. They are well done. This one felt cheap, and I didn't care. I, I didn't mind it. That I'm, one video, I'm, I'm sad to admit. Least favorites. The minute that that fucking ship shows up in England, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Hate, 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 hate. He hates it. It's stupid. <laughs> it's a bad choice. There's no reason for this to be happening in England. How the fuck does the ship get there? But space is crazy. I don't know, man. No fucking. It's not like he. No, I'm not. I'm not getting into. No, bad, bad choice. I'm done. Probably when the ship is flying through uh, Asgard and through all the fucking columns, Heimdall just stabbed the ship. And blew it up. This guy just drove it through like all these columns, and nothing happened to it. Kind of hate that. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of disconjoining continuity. Because he also takes one sword, throws it into a vent hole, and the rest of the fucking ship explodes. I it, watched the Cinema Sins after. Was that was it. that one of them? That was one of them. He said the same exact thing, and then he was like, "It's a video game weakness on a ship," and I was like, "This is perfect," because he's not wrong. Uh, my least favorite scene, I couldn't even tell you why, I just watched it and I didn't like it. It's when they're in Greenwich towards the end of the movie and a tower's gonna fall on Thor and Jane Foster just hugs him. Oh yeah. She's like, we're gonna go out together! She doesn't say this, but I just assume that's what her mind is saying. Like, what are you doing? Do you think you're gonna stop the tower? No. You're both gonna die together? That's cool. Yeah, but she's Lady Thor. So yeah, I don't, I don't like that part. 
That's Lee's favorites. That is Lee's favorites. <laughs> What's the time at? Breakfast Club. 45 minutes. Holy shit. There's really nothing to this movie that I can't. Like, we can't have a conversation to a movie. It's not even memorable. Like, most of our shit is just jokes, which honestly, we could use. I watched this movie (laughs) six hours ago. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to remember everything. I watched it, like, two weeks ago. We remember the same amount of things. (laughs) Yeah. The Cap scene when Loki was impersonating Cap was kind of funny. Yeah. I got a chuckle out of that. It was fine when he's going through all the, the forms. I forget what else he did. The suit's a little much. The suit's a little much. You do get... The one thing we didn't touch on that I think we should because it was another little... Selvig is awesome. You're right. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, that's your oh, fucking yes. dead on. When The first time we actually see him talk in this movie, when he's standing at the chalkboard and he's talking about the conversions, he grabs the shoe and you find out that he's a fucking insane old asylum. person in Saint Asylum. With Stan Lee. With Stan Lee. <laughs> Pretty good. Can I have my shoe back? I liked it. I liked it because he sounds so lucid, but that's exactly the type of shit you would expect to hear in an insane asylum. I mean, he is actually lucid. He just... They've convinced him that he's crazy. He's crazy, yeah. They're like... Did you see the bag of pills? Yeah. <laughs> you're talking nonsense. Why is, where is his pants? He said it helps him concentrate. <laughs> Some basic. He did that in the first movie, too, though, no? I don't remember. I don't remember, but if he did, that's great. Because really... I think this movie might have been almost unwatchable for me without Selvig in it. Like, really? He really turns it around. The, the added comedy <laughs> of his character really saved my viewing experience. That's true. He's pretty good. He's a great actor, that guy, too. Oh, God, is Loki coming? No, he's dead. Oh, great. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Oh, I mean... <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I think that's all we have to... Yeah, I, don't, I mean, we're not going to drag this out for no particular reason. I'm good. Fair enough. So, what we're going to do here is rate the movie Thor The Dark World. If you've never tuned in before, what we do is give it a number of infinity stones from 1 to 6. 1 is the low score, 6 is the highest. If you give it 6, you can also give it a gauntlet. And we're going to do that now, starting with... You know what, I'll go first. Yeah! I'll kick it off. I'd love when go you're crazy. Friends. Uh, yeah, I pretty much summed up all my thoughts during the episode. The first half of this movie, way worse than the second half. Selvig saves the movie for me. The performances are fine. It's just the writing is bad. Like, I don't under- still understand what Malekith is supposed to do. He's a bad villain. This movie is right there with the Incredible Hulk and being forgettable. Like, I don't need to remember anything that happened in this movie. It will have no bearing going forward. Other than the fact that Loki impersonated Odin, which they cover in Ragnarok, but... That's it. So I'm going to give this movie two stones. Same thing I gave Hulk. And I don't really feel the drive to watch this again. And Frank, what do you think? Sequel and I used to talk about this movie a lot. And he would always be on the anti this movie. And I was always on like, I'll defend it. But watching it this time, I really see what he meant. So I'm probably going to go with two and a half stones. And I think that's where I'm going. This movie's forgettable, like you guys all said. And uh, this movie's basically only there to get the Infinity Stone in the universe. That's it. That's all I feel like. It's all set up for later movies. So yeah, two and a a shard for the Dark World. And Corey, round us out. Well, like you said, the performances are good. The plot is not. (laughs) And the writing isn't great. Like, they did a good job with what they were given, sure, but Chris Eggleston is such a better actor than what Malekith showed us. They gave him nothing to work with. They gave him nothing to work with. Like, 
it's almost good that he was indiscernible. I didn't even know it was him. I, I did. I actually, at one point early on, he was talking. I was like, is that <laughs> Chris Eccleson? And I went to IMDb to double check. I was like, holy shit, it is. But you're right. Like, I, if you are a fan of Doctor Who and you didn't know that it was Chris Eccleson, continue believing that it isn't him because he's better than this. No one remembers this movie anyway. It's true. Uh, again, uh, the start of the climax when the ship shows up at Earth practically without any amount of travel time needed. Go fuck yourselves. This movie gets two stones for me. I'll never watch it again. But the <laughs> Not without throwing something, anyways. <laughs> what? But the reality stone. It's not the... F- no, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the red one. And also, sequel, so this is rating. He didn't elaborate at all, but he's giving it three stones. He just says worst MCU movie. I, I think it is. It's the weaker one. It's it definitely. This is the Hulk, right? It's, it's this is the Hulk. And the Hulk I mean, barely I'm not a, at this point. <laughs> it's not the same Hulk. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Iron Man two either, but I, I think that's better. We're gonna rate Iron Man two is definitely no. better than this, though. Hmm? Are we gonna rate the trilogy or no? Not today. We're gonna we're gonna do that when everyone's here. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. So yeah, those are our ratings for Thor The Dark World. If you want to let us know if we missed something in Thor The Dark World, I don't know how, but if there's something really good in this movie that we just glossed over, you can let us know. And the first way to do that is by sending an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you see a naked man at Stonehenge, take a picture and send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or you can go to facebook.com backslash zthpodcast or search for us in the search bar on Facebook. Zero's Talking Heroes, Zero's and Heroes, and an ES. Uh, last but not least, find us on iTunes. Or if you don't use iTunes, sign up for iTunes. Go on there, give us a five-star rating. Get the show out to more people. The more ratings, the higher we get bumped up in that iTunes. And we want more people to see it. And if you want to leave a review with the rating, that's totally optional. But we will read it on the air, especially if it's five stars. You know, only if it's five stars. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep our bar high, Joe. That's, right. that's, your, that's your prize for giving us all the stars. Only five stars. And we'll give you six stones in the gold it's a pretty good trade in my book I think so and if you don't have iTunes that want to go through that trouble just tell people about the show be like hey Zero's Talking Heroes it's a podcast I'm into you should check it out I think you'll be into it too and if they're not into it you know just stop being friends with them you don't need that type of negativity (laughs) in your life only the best (laughs) get better friends that's what Frank says to us every week it is and this has been our Thor The Dark World episode next time we're going to be doing Spider-Man the first Tobey Maguire Yay! Round out another trilogy. Can't wait. I'm sorry, what was that word? What? (laughs) So tune in next time, and as usual, on behalf of everyone else, let me know. Nope. I'm going to let you know that Thor the Dark World... Nope. Fuck this up. It's been too long. (laughs) Every movie out there is someone's favorite movie, including Thor the Dark World, for some reason. I'm going to punch that person in the face when I see them. Good night. Charges up his move like in Smash. Not a huge Benicio Del Toro fan. Hmm? Not a huge Benicio Del Toro. You know what the thing is? Like, I don't think I ever sought him out for anything, but everything I've seen him in, he's been good.
There's no yeah, movie I've seen. I couldn't tell you anything before. Like, I've seen, obviously, I know him in Sicario and Last Jedi, and when he plays the collector. I can't tell you any other movie I've seen Benicio Del Toro in, Del Toro in that, like, Breakfast I know. Club. Is he in Breakfast Club? Yeah. Who is he? He's one of the kids. I think you're making this I up. I don't know. <laughs> There's a 0% chance Benicio Del Toro Looking it up in Breakfast Club? There's five kids. Three of them are men. I know exactly who the three are. (laughs) Yeah, it's Judd Nelson. (laughs) Emilio Estevez. The dude from... Maybe that's his game. The guy from Weird Science. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, you guys are right. (laughs) (laughs) And they're Spanish friends. (laughs) (laughs) This is Stanley. Oh, I can't. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't been sleeping, so... <laughs> That's 